Disclaimer. We are not registered investment professionals or financial advisors. This content is for educational and entertainment purposes only and is not meant to be investment or financial advice. Please talk to your financial and tax advisors professional advice. The opinions of the speakers are not reflective of MulaWise or MulaWise Associates. Hi, I'm Simon. Hi, I'm Zhang. And, and together, together we, we are MoolahWise. Okay. So welcome back to MoolahWise. Today our MoolahWise topic is cash value life insurance. So what is cash value life insurance? So if you think about cash value life insurance, if you break up the two terms, you have life insurance and then cash value, right? Um, so normally cash value life insurance is permanent life insurance. It's an umbrella term for permanent life insurance. When you think about life insurance, the basis of all insurance is cost of insurance. Um, so if you pay the basic cost of insurance, you call that a term insurance, right? Um, and so if the cash value has, or, or if the life insurance have cash value, then that's usually a type of permanent life insurance. So if your cash value is a fixed guaranteed, it's usually a whole life um, insurance. Uh, or if the cash value interest is market sensitive and flexible, it's usually a universal life insurance. And if the cash value is tied to the index, it's called an index universal life insurance. And there's also a variable universal life insurance. Uh, which is tied to some type of mutual fund or uh, stock market. Um, so how does cash value life insurance work? Um, so <clears throat> the cash value life insurance works is you pay your premium on a monthly basis and a portion of that goes to the cost of the insurance. And then the remaining portion goes to the cash value side, which is, uh, we, we also call it like a savings account. Um, so depending on what type of program you are invested in, um, so like for example, if you have the whole life uh, insurance, it's invested heavily in the bonds. If it's a, um, a variable universal life insurance, it's invested in the mutual funds. Or you have one that's a mixture of both, which we call the index universal life insurance. It mirrors the index and global. So um, again, it depends on the type of program you're, you're, um, you're invested in. Um, but yeah, the good way of looking at cash value is it's like a, you're basically your savings account that um, that's under the life insurance umbrella. Um, so I hear you guys say that uh, basically all life insurance is uh, cost of insurance or term insurance, right? Right. Uh, plus cash value for a permanent uh, life insurance. So, so what I hear you guys say is the difference between term and cash value life insurance is term is just cost of insurance, while right. cash value life insurance has term plus cash value life insurance or savings component. Is that correct? That's correct. So, can you can you withdraw cash value from the life insurance? Um, yeah. Um, so, so what I hear people always ask this question, um, and and yes. So, yes, you can uh, withdraw your your money. Uh, but what I always tell people is like the, it depends on also how much money you have in there, right? So, think of this as like a bank, right? If you're putting in a little bit amount of money, then you're gonna have small amount of money to move around, to play with, to to take out, right? Same thing here, right? So the more you put inside your cash value or the more money you have saved inside your cash value, the more you can take it out as a loan, um, which you don't have to pay back if you uh, if you don't need to or um, um, 
Yeah, so uh, so similar to like 401k, but 401k, if you loan out money, you have to pay it back. Here, you don't have to pay it back. Um, and so, yes, you can withdraw cash value from your life insurance, but uh, but you got but the one thing you got to look at is how much uh, is inside your current cash value and what are the rules inside your uh, your program right because some of the programs that we we have access to uh, you can access the cash in a certain amount of years or you have to wait a certain amount of years and pay a certain amount of uh, fee right and, and again the fee is very nominal it's 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 it, um, but the best part about uh, withdrawing this money is that it's tax free. Okay. Um, and most people don't know that. Most people don't know that you could withdraw your cash value or your savings component from your life insurance tax free. Right. Uh, another thing I want to add to the, what uh, Zhang was saying is that <clears throat> another way of looking at is, is looking at this uh, program is like a house. So when you buy a house, you usually locked in for a 30 year fixed mortgage. So the faster you pay it off, like some people are, you know, um, have a mortgage of 15 years. So they want to try to pay off their mortgage as faster, the better, so they can reap the rewards of their home once they pay it off faster. So it's the same kind of component, if you think about it, uh, for this uh, uh, program. Um, if you try to pay off, you know, put more money toward your cash value, uh, the more more faster you put, you put money toward your cash value, the more you'll get to reap the rewards down the line because you've, you've put so much to it that it has all these compounded interests over time that now you know 20 years from now or you know 10 years from now you know you can access cash value and be able to use it so the faster you pay off this program the faster you get to reap the rewards of it and so is uh when you take out cash value simon is this cash value taxable um no it's 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 not taxable um that's one of the beauty of this uh program um the government actually incentivizes us you know uh, to have this type of program because they want you to be insured so that in the future, if something were to happen to you, um, you know, like let's say you fall into a long-term care or you, you know, hit with a huge medical bill, you are not relying on the government to help you. So um, you're basically going to be paying for yourself. You basically have this cash value for emergency uh, fund for you to, to access in the future um, if you ever to fall into some type of uh, emergency like long-term care or, or you know medical bills or so on that you can use this money to help you uh pay for these bills and not have to rely on the government so the government actually wants us to have this kind of program right so uh, along with the whole whether or not this is taxable i think if you fund it properly it it is non-taxable but you got to make sure that you don't go over something called the modified endowment contract. Um, like anything good, there's always limitations, right? It's kind of like your your 401k or your Roth IRAs. There are limits to how much you can put in to take advantage of the tax-free gains. So as long as you don't uh, go over the modified endowment contract, which is also called the MEC, M-E-C, um, then you should be, it should be non-taxable. Okay, so what I hear you guys say is uh, the cash value is, uh, taxable is, is non, I mean, I'm sorry, tax free as well, but you got to maintain the modified endowment contract, which just means that you got to stay inside the corridor of a insurance program, um, yeah. right? So if you invest too much, then to Uncle Sam's eyes, it doesn't look like an insurance program anymore. And it, 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 it to them, it, it counts as a investment. 
So if it's an investment, then you're going to be taxed as an investment. Right. Um, but if you're staying inside the modified endowment contract or inside the what we call the corridor of cost uh, versus the cost of insurance versus, um, I mean, uh, 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 staying inside the modified endowment contract just means that we're staying it as a insurance program and not veering to the side of investment program. Is that right? Is that exactly. Exactly. Right. So as long as you don't exceed a federal tax law limits, um, the policy must fail to meet the Technical and Miscellaneous Revenue Act of 1988, which is a T-A-M-R-A, uh, also known as a sudden pay test. Um, but we'll get into more of that once we dive into deeper into these policies, different plans. All right, and, and like I said, um, you, you want to definitely want to sit down with a professional um, and uh, look at the different type of programs, and they will cover more of that as well. So different programs, uh, you know, has uh, you know different limitations as well. So you, you definitely need to sit down with an agent, uh, a professional, to um, you know to to, to work out the, the, what's best for you. Right. And oftentimes I hear that cash value life insurance um, can be used for college funding or they compare this to a 529. Um, so can you guys speak a little bit about that? Does cash value insurance count against financial aid? No. So the answer is no, uh, simply because and you can look you can look up on the FAFSA website, uh, depending on when you hear this. Uh, uh, but as of this recording in 2021 uh, on FAFSA, it clearly says that uh the value of your life insurance program is not included in um, in when they calculate your asset or what you're worth to the school or what you have to pay for for school. Um, but in a 529 plan, it does count um, against you um, because in the FAFSA form, that same form, it says clearly that uh, you have to uh, basically disclose all of the asset or the value of that asset inside a 529 program or any, um, so that can count against you, but in the cash value life insurance, um, it does not. Um, and then the other thing I like about cash value life insurance for college funding is that um, it's more flexible, right? Um, so Amy and I, we both have kids. Uh, we have we have two kids uh, together and, you know, one of the reasons why we like uh, using a cash value life insurance over the 529 is because simply because um, at age 18, um, my, when my daughters go to school and what if they don't want to go to school, you know? Um, so the 529 plan is only designed so that my kids could use that for college funding. Okay. So, um, one of the things I didn't like about it is that let's say my kids want to go, want to buy a car. They want to use this money to buy a car for college. Right. And guess what? You can't because in uncle Sam's eyes, you can only use it for room and board. For school, tuition, and, and, yeah, books. tuition yeah. and books, uh, and anything outside of that uh, is is count as not for school. So if it's not if it's count for not for school, that means you have to pay a penalty. And I don't know about you, but uh, I don't really want to go back to school. Right. Um, you know, you know, my thing is, what if we have all this money uh, stashed in there, and my kids don't go, want to go to school, right? Dude, does that mean that Amy and I have to go back to school now, or like I have to transfer it to? one of my nephew or one of my nieces that wants to go to school, right? So right. that's why I picked cash value life insurance. Uh, again, that's just what uh, is what is suitable and affordable for us. Uh, um, you know, sit down with your uh, advisor and just uh, talk to them because your situation might be different from, from Amy and ours, you know, and, but we just like the flexibility, okay? So, yeah. and, I, and I want to add on to what Zhang said about that too is um, the, pro the beauty of the cash value program is that it doesn't just end with, college uh, uh, fund you know you're you can keep this program running for your child for the rest of her life so 
they don't need to use this money for college if they don't want to, like what Zhang was saying. They can also use this, you know, down the line if they want to get married, they want to use this money for their wedding or down payment for their house, you know. So it, it doesn't just end with college. Um, well, you know, the 529 plan is so restrictive, right? It's only for your kid to go to school. And like what Zhang was saying is, what if my kids decide not to go to college? Now I'm, I, I've been putting all this money away for their 529 plan. Now does it mean that, it does it means that Zhang's gonna have to go back to college, or he's gonna have to transfer this to uh, you know someone else. Um, so that, that that's why you know I, I find the cash value um, uh, portion of the life insurance program such a beautiful thing, because that you can use it for anything in the future. And if you have this program for your child, they can take advantage of it um, for the rest of their life, and it doesn't you know it doesn't restrict them. So two advantages um, that I hear over. Uh, a 529 would be that it's it's less restrictive, so you have more flexibility in when you want to use it and how you want to use it, um, but also that it doesn't count against you uh, when you're applying for financial aid. So those are two very big advantages. Um, so at the end of the day, uh, you really want to look at what's suitable and what's affordable to you. Like we always mentioned, there are so many different types of cash value life insurance out there. So make sure you do your due diligence, work with an advisor, um, and look at your specific situation to see what fits you. Um, so that's it for today's cash value life insurance. We just went through some really general ideas. Uh, we will dive deeper into each type in the next few podcasts coming up. So stay tuned and we'll see you next time. Well, you heard it first from the Moolwise team. <laughs> Thank you so much for spending time with us. We would love to get your feedback on our content. If you loved us, give us a thumbs up. If you didn't, thumbs down. Either way, leave us a comment below. Follow us or subscribe to us on moolawise.com. See you next time. Bye. Bye.